welcome you to Align with Lina. I am Lina Orlando, and I invite you into another conversation with another being who, just like you, just like me, is awakening, has gone through an awakening, ha is still in that process of trying to figure out what does it mean to be a divine being in this human world. So I invite you to open your ears, open your eyes, open your heart, quiet the mind, and receive what this beautiful friend um, who is going to have this conversation and share his heart, John Mark, what he and I would like to share with you, which is nothing more than our own personal experiences. And we hope that there's a nugget in there for you. If there is, take it and share it. If there isn't, just leave it right here. Um, we're just happy that you're here today and you're sharing your love with us. So please help me welcome my sweet friend. Oh, hello, friend. Hello, brother. Hey, it's good to see you again, my friend. It's so good to see you. Oh my goodness, this is such an awesome conversation. <laughs> I know we're going to have it. it, it it's, it's already so. Um, so let me just start with where I start with everybody. When, when did you begin to realize that there was, there was more to life than what you had been taught and you began to seek for another way? Uh, probably in maybe 2010, I began to consciously be aware that I was on something greater than a self-improvement journey. <laughs> um, and that conscious awareness was really important to shape my journey in, a, in an entirely different way. One that was about something much greater than just, well, how do I be happier or how do I be nicer or how do I be whatever, you know, I thought I needed to change or be different. So it's probably... I mean, in retrospect, I could see that it started much earlier and had been going on pretty much my whole life. But my true yeah. awareness of it started in probably 2010. Yeah. What, what, um, take us back to that point and share a little bit what was going on in your mind that was, that, that, that had you make a decision or, or in your heart that had you make a decision that you wanted to stop self-improving because I know so many people enter this journey through the self-improvement movement. Sure. I know for me, I entered in that direction. I wanted to, to stop being depressed and I wanted to stop the grief uh, that I was experiencing when my mom passed away. And then I, I went down for a couple of years down the path of, of discovering, um, you know, books on how to make myself happier. So mm -hmm. it was a, it was a journey of improving myself until, yes, the conscious realization there was nothing to improve. Um, but <laughs> what take us to that time and share a little bit of what what exactly were you going through? Um, well, I didn't really um, have depression or suffer a lot in what might be a traditional sense, um, but I was an overachiever. And little did I know that the, the, there was this vast hole of emptiness within me that was fueling that uh, seeking of more money, more power, uh, you know, airplanes, motorcycles, lake houses, businesses, you know, that was fueling that ceaseless need to attain or acquire. Yeah, And I, I had no idea uh, that, that there was something deep within that was this emptiness that was driving that. Um, I just thought, wow, I really got my shit together. You know, I got my <laughs> act going. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm living the American dream only to realize mm -hmm. that it was really just one more version of the nightmare that just looked good from the outside. Yeah. So when I finally 
realized that, you know, whenever there was that sense arose, there was always a plan from my mind. Oh, well, let's do this. Or if we do this, then we'll have more of that. If we, you know, if we buy this or we can acquire that, whatever the plan was. Um, and just one day, very quietly in my own being, I realized um, that never works. <laughs> I have uh, felt that something, which I didn't want to look at. My, man, my mind came up with a plan. Off I went to fulfill the plan, was really good at manifesting exactly what my mind said. Oh, this will fix it. Um, and it never did. It, I went through many cycles of that before I realized, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe my mind doesn't have a damn clue. You know, maybe, you know, to use the Course in Miracles lingo, that was my moment of maybe there's a better way. There's yeah. got to be a better way yeah. than following what I thought was. And, and that, of course, drove me to acquire and accomplish. Um, and all of that was rooted in this idea of self-improvement. If I have more, if I can do more, if I make more, you know, I'll be seen differently, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> So when I realized that my my mind didn't really know, um, and although it was it was doing it was doing the best it could with what it had, it was yeah. taking in all this data from the world and all that it had been taught, and was it was offering up what it thought were the right things, the things that yeah. would do that. Um, so in that realization, the my mind itself also had this oh. Well then, what do we do now? I mean, where where do we look now? What what? I mean, we've got to have some kind of some kind of source of information, guidance, direction, some something. Somebody's got to be in charge. Yeah, so, yeah, something's <laughs> got to happen that's going to be different. So, um, it, it was a little dis—I I would call it disillusion. It was quite disorienting. Yes. Because none of those impulses were landing in my being. It was no longer fertile for those self-created ideas or worldly manifestations to take on expression. Yeah. Um, and it didn't take long after that, there must be a better way for the universe to create the series of, you know, totally unexpected, unasked uh, for miracles that brought about pathways that started yes. to, to take me towards what would be discovered first into that vast emptiness which was um, at times acutely uncomfortable, um, <laughs> but I was willing because I knew the effects of what had been birthed from that were never successful. They were never yeah. fulfilling. They never accomplished the promised peace or the promised happiness or the promised whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is. It, and what you're describing is we could call it the American nightmare. Yeah, and, maybe so. Yeah, I was good at it. I, I was deep in it. Oh, so was I. So was I. That was like you acquiring, gathering, becoming, searching, seeking, striving. You name it. I was so busy out there getting, getting, getting and protecting what I got that I, I didn't know how to be. Mm. Um, and like you were saying, once once that once we begin to ask our mind, um, our own selves. We're doing all of this. This is not working. There's got to be another way, and there's nothing there to answer because it doesn't know another way. 
it is a frightening time. How did you get through that? For me, I'm going to say that that was years. I was in that that confusion for years. I knew I didn't want to do it the way I was doing it. I knew I didn't want to strive. And I was learning so many wonderful things. You know, I was I was being guided by Jesus at that time. And and it was I was having these conversations and and I was being given work to teach uh, because I was learning it. I was given the materials for me to learn. Mm. And I was I went through a period of absolute total. I'm going to say it was a horrific confusion in my mind because I knew there was another way, but I did not know how to walk in that way because to walk down that path, I had to let go of everything that was familiar. I had to, I literally had to question everything that I knew I was so that I could step into who I didn't know who I was. Um, and if it wasn't for the trust that I was feeling and my commitment to listening to that guidance that felt so loving and gentle and so certain, I could not have made that path by myself. How was it for you to move through um, that process? And about how long did it take you? Um, well, you know, this process I had had before of this is what I want and I'm going to go get it and I go all in for it actually served my awakening quite well. <laughs> it's just the 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 goal was no longer as specific. Yeah. But I brought the fullness of my being to it because yeah. that was just what my nature had been. Um I had just been creating alternatives to fill this hole that never would. So I brought that whole, you know, devotion, single-mindedness if yeah. you will, to what became my spiritual journey. And for me the course in miracles showed up pretty early in my pathway. Yeah. Um, and you know, everybody has a, has a totally funny and great and wondrous story about how in the world stuff shows up like that. <laughs> yeah. early. Um, but the course gave me the lessons so yeah. I could apply that, you know, I could bring my mind, my being the whole focus to those daily lessons, um, rather than being in a period of profound confusion. Yeah, I, I realized yeah. I didn't know I was on a journey and today is less than whatever it was. And that was my focus. So yeah. um, somehow I before everything had been about the destination, about the thing to acquire. Yes. And since I didn't know consciously what that was going to be, um, it, my journey got much more present. Yeah. And I was just doing the things that I could do. And I was asked and guided and felt to do in, in the day. Yeah. Um, and, and that was felt a little unmoored, but mm -hmm. I also felt focused at the same yeah. time. Yeah. What you're saying is really profound because that is something that um, I feel is, is even when a teacher teaches that or, or we read that in a book, I don't know how in the world we could ever teach that. <laughs> I know it, it's hard to understand, but I totally get it. My the striving part in me, the the A type personality that was determined and driven, it really served me because once I began to feel um, the presence of Jesus, once I began to feel that love, that compassion, that that certainty, because the certainty that came over me 
you will be able to achieve this because it is your birthright. Once I heard that that was my destination, and so that was my goal, mm -hmm. like you, then I knew that the, the striving had to be turned inward. I then realized, oh my goodness, this is already in me. I, my work is to remove all the blocks. As the Course in Miracles says in the introduction, you know, that I did not need to learn what love is. I did not need to learn what emptiness is. I did not need to learn what peace was. I just needed to remove everything that blocked it. And once I got really present, oh my goodness, once I got present to what that emptiness and that love felt, it just became such a, a very simple process. It's whatever thought I was thinking that blocked that, that I needed to say to let it go. No, thank you. Mm. I, I'm not going to believe that thought. And I, I came to the realization just because I believe something is true doesn't mean I have to hold on to it. Just because I believe it doesn't even make it true. And that, that began. Well, you know, even what we believe now is no more necessarily true. <laughs> That's we true. About it. You know, we, we all have, we can all go back, even in the short time of human history, if not in your own experience, things that we believed yeah. that have turned out to be totally, totally, totally crazy. Yeah. You know, you could even go back, yeah. the world's flat. Okay. Or the earth is the center of the universe. So yeah. the beliefs that we have aren't necessarily. So in my own being, when I realized that the transient nature of beliefs, yeah. I recognized that they are a tool to help us facilitate unique experiences, mm -hmm. but that, truth is something beyond belief yeah now it's helpful to be willing to believe in the unknown which we call faith yeah. uh, until the unknown is realized until it is um known through your own direct experiential yes. manifestation intimately in your own being not because somebody else says it or somebody else says the belief is right or the belief is wrong there, I mean, it's like you realize that capacity within you, which has the power yeah. to believe or not. Yeah. And in that, it's that power, that mystery exactly. that, that when realized, yeah. um, it stops hurting itself. Yeah. It stops causing self-harm. And then, of course, there's no harm projected out onto the world or anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, that that's just so beautiful because that that is yes, we have to come to that realization um, that it is all that thinking, especially once it becomes a collective thinking that <laughs> is what harms the world, that it, it is what causes our suffering, unless like the Course teaches and, and so many of the other wonderful teachings that I follow that were channeled by Jesus, like the, um, the Way of Mastery and, and um, A Course of Love and so many, so many out there. Um, there's a consistency that that we do have two thought systems because as humans we're going to be thinking and I so wanted to to discover what was that other thought system that that these these teachings point to and and it became so clear that the thoughts that the world you know the ego mind the human mind has made up is what actually has caused all of our suffering and to be able to let that go and move into that space where there is no thought it is just it's lovely 
it's just so so blissful there <laughs> but we're so afraid to be in no thought but that's home at first at first yes it's scary at first at first sure almost everything we experience is yeah. scary at first but yeah um you know i can remember as a little kid curtain toes curled over the edge of the diving board halfway frightened to death but as soon as i took the leap i couldn't get back up there quick enough yes <laughs> yes what a beautiful analogy sure you could it was so much fun and of course everything was just fine <laughs> so um, that's that place of silence or stillness is, is much like that. Um, once we finally arrive and can abide there, we give ourselves to it. Uh, it yeah. doesn't take long to realize, oh, yeah, <laughs> this feels great. I think I'd like to hang out here more often. Yes. And as you're saying, once we give ourselves into that, once once we it's a decision to accept that invitation into into that unknown that so many who have arrived there point point us toward and it is yeah just just what is it julia cameron says you know leap in the net appears it is that that leap of faith um and my goodness what a what a sweet reward Mm. When when we let ourselves receive what we were actually created for, yeah, which is that still mind that then is inspired with something new. Uh, you know, the teachings of A Course in Miracles just altered my life profound. And that recognition that every every human thought that we generate, it, it's, it's based on the past. So of course it's going to be repetitive. It's like a Xerox copy and Xeroxing and Xeroxing. And we, what was that thing Einstein said? You know, you can't solve a problem with the same mind that creates it. <laughs> but to come to that stillness. Does it stop us from trying like crazy? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but in that still place comes freshness, comes something so miraculous that's never been that wants to be birthed that wants to be experienced speak to what how did your life change once you entered into that that stillness um well uh like you i began to hear the the inner voice um whether you call that the holy spirit or uh, yeshua back in the day called it the comforter because as you yeah. said it's always peaceful it's always certain it's yeah. always calm um, of course I developed kind of an attachment to that because it was my go-to, you know, why yeah. think for myself, I've got to, I can hear this voice who's going to inspire me with something or illuminate something for me or share something. Um, and when I arrived at that space, um, and when I had given up the intent to attain the ability, yeah, because we can effort at stillness and silence and suffer along the way. Yes. But the, oh my gosh! Yeah. The, the true resting in it is where uh, what Yeshua calls alchemical transition. That's when it really starts to occur, not because all of a sudden it's one more thing our mind is trying to get, mm -hmm. but that the mind releases getting, and yeah. there it is. What a paradox! Yeah, it, it is a paradox. Almost everything has everything. this beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so when when I arrived there, 
that voice pretty much said, we can't continue to talk in the way that you have. You can't call me, expect me to pick up the phone because that will continue to limit you because I was continuing to say, meet me in my mind, in words, in concepts, in the way I've known myself in the past. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it said, you have now come to where I am, be as I am. So mm -hmm. uh, the invitation was to rest there and be that silence that contains all wisdom, all power, mm -hmm. all, all of everything. And to be that rather than continuing to look even subtly outside of myself to Jesus or to the, yeah. this thing we call the Holy Spirit, that mm -hmm. wisdom, that voice, that knowing, that being had to become my own self. Yeah. And if I had continued my dialogue with that voice, uh, that never would have happened. So it was a little traumatic at the time because yeah. I had become kind of attached. I'd, I had made that voice my salvation. Yeah. Um, and um, it, it felt a little lonely. And I, I felt that void at that point, that mysterious, dark inner place of aloneness that I had been running from my whole life, that's when that finally came yeah. because I was left with there with me. Now I, I was realizing, beginning to awaken that that vast emptiness was me. It is the, our God self. It is the one Christ self, but it took some time to work through the sense of loneliness or abandonment or loss Mm -hmm. that I had mistakenly perceived and begin to truly in my rest, no longer through acquisition, but through rest and acceptance, begin to know, receive, be informed as that within. Yeah. I completely understand. It is, it is my, my journey now is still having fully, um, having fully moved past the the sense of of loneliness, the definitely went through the abandonment. Went through that. Why are you not talking to me? You know, you've given me all of these you know directions and guidance. You've made it so easy for me. You've told me what to do, what to say, and I've been listening. And it is it is an absolute. It, it's just a, a whole new, for me, level of surrendering. And, you know, when, when I have a, a class on Monday nights, I call it my mastery, the mastery class. And we're, we're learning the characteristics of a teacher of God from A Course in Miracles. And I, I like to share from my own personal experience. And one of the things that I, that I say is that we, we're going to go through two periods of awakening. Once is that we become, we, we wake up and realize, oh my gosh, we, we got all these voices in our head and we got to sort through them. Listen to the voice of love and the voice of fear. And then there's that second awakening when it's not about the voices in the head because now you're clear the voice that you want to be listening to, that voice of love. But it's a, it's a being that, not a hearing that telling you what to do. And it's in that space of making that shift um, to recognizing that incredible, that worth that we have, 
that that unconditional love that the creative source that creates everything has for us because it created us for me to receive that as my truth that's that's the amazing journey right now that's really beautifully put i would i would like to offer something though please in the first stage that you identified surrender is important because yeah. you're orienting from the illusory human mind but in the second stage that surrender becomes acceptance mm -hmm. and while you hold surrender as a modality you unconsciously anchor yourself in that which is not true when you anchor yourself in acceptance you anchor yourself in what is true so that's where that journey to the kingdom mm -hmm. is surrender but the expression of the kingdom is acceptance mm. and i just invite you to feel into that in your own being because it's a really important threshold because we, we can take things like faith or surrender or whatever and little do we know that we raise those up to be unquestioned beliefs mm -hmm. and as long as we orient ourselves to them we don't realize how we're limiting ourselves. So that second part of the journey that you so beautifully illustrated becomes one of acceptance and embrace. I accept that I am the truth. I accept that all wisdom is within me. I accept that this silence and peace that is this love, that that is the truth of all beings. Yeah. So yeah. we stop looking for what's wrong to get rid of. Mm -hmm. And we start giving, accepting the truth and giving it expression through our lived being. Yeah. And that's a very different journey. Yeah, I'm so glad you made that clarification because, yes, I absolutely concur. It is, it is an acceptance. And, and just that word, as you were saying it, it does have a, a different feel. Oh, sure it does. Um, well, and, one, one feels like a loss. Yeah. And one feels like gain, you know, like yes, I think you yes, said yes. in the course of miracle or in the course of love, there is no loss, only gain. Only gain. But exactly. of course, on the, the human part of the journey, we experience it as loss. A loss. That's yeah. just, we don't really, we don't, we're not really losing anything, but we sure think we are, or we think we have to. Yeah. yeah. I like to think of it as instead of the losing, it's we're loosening ourselves of. Yeah. You know, it's loosening up those those tethers, those anchors, those uh, that that solidity. We're loosening ourselves, but it does feel like loss because it's what became our sense of identity. Let let's speak more about what what has happened for you. What has changed in your life uh, inside of that acceptance of the magnificence of who you are as God created you, you accepting that you are the light of the world? Um, well, initially, I thought I had to demonstrate that in some way or mm -hmm. uh, manifest it in a way that uh, would be noticed or be seen. Mm -hmm. That was still my own needs. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't of course, anything that was actually true of my spirit. Yeah. But... Um, and that was okay. That was, uh, you know, that you could say that's a period of kind of spiritual ego, yeah. which is part of the journey and it's oh, yeah. perfectly okay. Nothing's wrong with it. And even that's helpful because it is an important part of the journey. I like to say, you know, when you're climbing a ladder, mm -hmm. 
when you get to the top, you don't, you're not pissed off at the seventh rung. Yeah. You don't think it was, it, it was unnecessary. It was helpful, but. Or the fifth you, or the third. Yeah, whatever, whatever <laughs> the rung was, you, it was helpful. Now you're where you are and thank goodness for the whole ladder. And yeah. that can be our ego and our spiritual ego and the whole mm -hmm. thing. Cause yeah. that's that space of acceptance that we now become was of course, accepting even all those things too. Yeah. Um, so after my period of um, acceptance and, and coming into expression of being um, it just, the more I accepted, the more, the need to extend in any particular way started to just wash away. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until later that the true realization came that even if I never say a word to anyone about anything, I am radiating. I am the radiance of that being yeah. just like the sun is. There's no, there's no need for the sun to say, Hey, look at me, look at me. I'm the sun. Yeah, I'm the sun and don't you <laughs> feel my warm? Course. Yeah. Take don't my course warm. on being a sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then an even greater, a greater depth of that stillness and that silence came. Um, and I could rest even more deeply in it because the truth doesn't have a need yeah. Yeah. because it's all there is. It doesn't have it a is. need to be expressed. It doesn't have a need to overcome. It doesn't have a need to, to correct. It doesn't have any of those needs. Yeah. It may move in those ways yeah. because love does those things, but it does it because it is true, not because it needs to be known as true. Yeah. And, and from that space, what I find is love moves me. And it's, it's not a thought process for me. And it, it's a movement. It's like, I don't think the sun, well, I know the sun doesn't sit around thinking, well, today I will shine my rays. Yeah. Um, it just, it just is. And, and it, it just does what it does. And sometimes it throws out certain flares and sometimes it doesn't. And yes, you know, it, it's, it's just a beautiful, it's so amazing. I, I would love to get your perspective on why do we go through this process oh my gosh why do we ride roller coasters <laughs> um this experience is so utterly rich huh? and so magnificently full of creative expression that had never been known before in existence um the manifestation of our ability to forget who we truly are was a stroke of cosmic and divine brilliance. Oh yeah. Not only did, could we forget, but we could then manifest this fragile, frail, tiny little thing and mistake it as our actual identity. Now in that I, I learned uh, fear intimately. I learned this need like I needed to control the world. I learned that intimately. Um, I learned this fear of almost everything. Would foods hurt me? Would a relationship hurt me? What did I need? I learned this trying to acquire. I had an incredibly rich experience that was totally unexperienceable, unknowable in the truth of who I am. Yeah. So the ability to set down as you could call it children of God for us to let go 
in order to absolutely safely go and have absolutely rich and totally real experiences to us. A full immersion. Uh, you, full immersion, high death. The fidelity is almost unquestionable. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that's so hard on the initial parts of this journey is we begin to question what we have known is real. Yeah. You know, we, we think there's that's crazy to question this kind of stuff. Um, so I know in the depth of my being that my spirit, my soul is a creator, is an adventurer, is seeking to know the fullness of myself by what is contained within the silent mystery of all that is. Yeah. And, you know, just like with anything else, you can ride the roller coaster and say, well, I've had that experience. I don't, I don't want to do that again. You don't have to ride it to, but, until, you know, you're numb to it. Um, and of course, that's the same with, with incarnating on earth. It's always a choice. Yeah. Um, entering the, the dream of I'm something other than I'm not is always a choice. It's never a mandate. It's never imposed on us. Um, mm -hmm. So for me, it's, it, it is the richness of the children of God, if you will, expressing and exploring our freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember where I was reading this. Uh, I don't know if it was yesterday, today in, in this, uh, you know, being sent to our rooms time where we're quarantined. Um, the days, I mean, I'm losing track of days. Like I said to you this morning, it's like, it's today, Monday. <laughs> it feels like Tuesday, Groundhog Day. Um, but I was reading this beautiful message from, from Jeshua and, and it was speaking about the second coming and the second coming of Christ. I'm already here. Yeah, and, and it was saying, I already came. I don't need to come back. The second coming is when you accept that you're just like me. That's the second coming. That's that's the acknowledgement. Intrinsically, without you having to do anything or accomplish exactly. anything or express in any particular way, we're already like that one. Because we exist, we must be in the not just in the image. But it's it's you know when I begin to play with words, as we say, we're in the image of you know of God. So because God imagined us, and where is God going to imagine? How can it imagine anything other than from its own substance? So we must be that substance and the acceptance of that. Whoa, what a journey! What a journey! Um, but the journey of ex uh, accepting that is just the glorious beginning. Then the fun begins when it becomes a journey of expression. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say more about that, please. Well, <laughs> um, in the same way that as a kid, you really enjoyed daydreaming and exploring potentials in your own consciousness, wondering about this, wondering about that, a consciousness free, unencumbered, not, encumbered, not limited by anything and free to explore and express in any way that it chooses. <laughs> yes. And having limitless power with which to do it. And I don't mean power as a consumable. I mean yeah. power as that's the nature of consciousness. Creation. That's yes. our nature is existence. That's our nature is capital M mind, if you want to call it. I don't care what the words are, but when yeah. you feel it and you know it, <laughs> you'd be like, yeah, all right. I know. Let's, let's get on with it.
what are we going to create now? You know, it's like that that distinction between acceptance and and expression, as you were saying, is to accept that I'm going to be a mother when I'm pregnant. You know, I accepted mothering was going to happen because I had a baby growing in me and it was one month, two months, three months. When we got to the ninth month, she was born a little early. I totally accepted that mothering was was going to happen. But until that baby was out, I did not get to express what mothering is about. Well, and, sure. And your imagination of it, having never experienced it, yes. would be totally inadequate. Yes. But the yes, rich experience of it, wow, now that's a different story. Yeah. And and aren't we right now in that at that stage in, in the world where we are in the process of birthing something new if we want to? Um, let's let's bring let's bring what what we know to be our truth, what we are, what we have accepted, what we are expressing. How are you, um, you know, it's a, kind of a, a strange question to ask somebody that I know lives in the beingness, but I want people who are watching this to be inspired that there's another way of looking at what's happening from it's happening to us, but rather how can we express the wholeness of our beingness in this world that appears to be so going nuts, because it is nuts. Um, <laughs> Share how are you being the expression of love inside of coronavirus um, reality, <laughs> perceived reality. Well, my capacity to enfold and bless knows no limits. And love I make that. no distinctions on what's worthy of blessing and what's not. So it's simple to embrace all of existence, including the world, including all the beings in it, including the virus, including all things that are happening because it's in our embrace, it's in our acceptance, where we then become powerful. When we reject, we're not powerful. We've thrown our power away in saying, in pushing things away. So in the embrace, and I can see clearly from my own vision that what's happening collectively across the earth now is nothing more than the same pattern that you went through with your thoughts finally coming up, the same pattern that I went through, the same pattern that anyone has gone through, where the unconscious now rises up to be seen. Yeah. And when we see the truth of it, when we see fear, we obviously say, yeah, dude, thanks. I don't want this anymore. This is not <laughs> fun at all. But we'll see that truth and that will empower us to choose for freedom. We can call it love. I, I, I avoid the word love sometimes because, you know, there are many perceptions out there that that's huggy and, you know, uh, I just love is freedom to me. Oh, my gosh. An utter and absolute okay. radiant freedom. So I see what's happening on the earth is the same effect that has been happening in many of us who have been consciously seeking. Yeah. And now that it's up, everything has stopped and our whole human focus is on it. Yeah. And when we see it clearly and seeing it clearly is very important, we will be empowered to choose again. Yeah. Now we will have the past to return to if we wish, but we will have the power to choose to create utterly newly from an entirely different place. We may say, you know what, being dependent on the economy seems a little dangerous. Yeah. It's very fragile. Uh, maybe there's another way for us to create 
as powerful beings mm -hmm. expressing on earth in ways that are not dependent on the things of the earth, but are expressions of the things of our spirit. So um, I am very excited about it. I mean, I feel a, a effervescent joy of excitement deep within. Um, and while I, I recognize and can look out at it, that's my contribution. I can offer my vote, my single choice. What would I prefer? I would choose for there to be heaven spread across the face of the earth and for all to see it because it's always been there, but for all to see it and know it yes. as it's their choice to realize it for themselves. If not, okay. Or so, rejected. Or yeah, rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. freedom is freedom. It's not freedom yeah. only if you make a choice to awaken. It's yeah. freedom to sleep as long as you want. It's, it's freedom to harm as, as much as you want. It's freedom to suffer as yeah. much as you want. Stay on it's, that roller coaster you, as you, long you, as you want. You bet. You bet. You can throw up as many times as you want. And this, that's perfectly yeah. okay. Yeah, um, this is an amusement park where uh, we're in it, that we don't have to keep paying to ride. You you ride as much as you want or stop whenever you want to, but ride we can. So that inner excitement, that effervescence that I feel, being awake to now, I realize there's nothing in the past to show us what's to come. Yeah. And yeah. to look to the past is only to choose again for fear and limitation. Exactly. So my mind wastes no time trying to imagine what will be, what the effects will be, what the consequences will be, what the new creations will be, because my mind even knows I don't want to taint possibility by accessing something that has been known. Yeah. I rest there receiving the greater that, that can be because exactly. it's not, I'm not limited. I'm calling yeah. it forth. I'm inviting it. I, yeah. I'm the presence of that which it can be brought forth in, as, and through. Yeah. So, and, and my presence is much greater than just this physical form. My, my vastness, my awareness knows no limits. So my ability to bring that forth through my choice as a, as a gift, not as a mandate, not as that anyone else needs to agree with. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Me too. Me too. It is, it is, like you said, it is birthing the new. Um, it is, and the new that is new has not been. So it cannot be imagined with a mind that only remembers past stuff, which sure. is why we're in the mess that we're in to show us so clearly. I absolutely you know, one of the, the powerful truths that get revealed through this, I mean, there's so many of them, but one of the powerful truths that, that finally I realized it because I made it real within my own beingness is as within, so without. And when I realized that what's happening in the world, as you said, it's exactly what I had to go through. Humanity is facing, we have two thought systems. We have two thought systems. We can do it selfishly or we can, from greed, or we can do it from grace. We can do it from fear. We can do it from love. We can do it united or we can do it divided. So we're at that beautiful threshold where more and more people are beginning to, when I was comfortable in my life, I didn't need to seek. I didn't awaken when I was in comfort. I began to awaken because the discomfort was pointing out to I had become comfortable with something that was so limiting. So the world now, is at that beautiful place that we are becoming 
uncomfortable with the limited comfort that we had. And we're and even getting squeezed into tighter and tighter limits. <laughs> I know. I know. We're being squeezed out of this freaking cocoon so that we can we can practice, you know, that faith in flying. Um, but that as within, so without, then brought me to that other truth, which was the oneness of all. The, the oneness of all that is. And that, what are some of the truths that you began to, to realize that became, you felt, not just in your head, because I had all kinds of truths in my head, but I didn't feel them until I began to, to realize them in my beingness. Share some of your truths. Um, I can share with you that we're here now um, and that we're in our relationship, we're creating. And all those who are watching are creating with us because everyone's adding their contribution to it. Um, that truth is a living truth. It's a present truth. It's life in expression. I mean, I can give you concepts about stuff, but the truth of the matter is here we are here now and what we're being is creating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, and Natalia wants to know, and thank you all so much. We've got so many wonderful people that are watching and, and sharing comments. Natalia wants to know, what do you think about the conspiracy theories, the sex trafficking, the government corruption, and, and all of that? I'll, I'll definitely share my piece in, in a bit, but what are your thoughts on that? Well, I don't really think about those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, if she's asking me to express now, but I, I can tell you, I haven't thought about those things in a very, very long time. Um, yeah. I think there are creative ways in which the children of God have chosen to play out separation. The way yeah. we have sought control, the way we have sought to limit others, the way we have tried to control others in order to get what we think we need, our eagerness to give our authority outside of ourselves because we believe we're not powerful. All of those are just expressions of, of how we have chosen to be. Yeah. Now, those aren't things that I choose to participate in, but I mm -hmm. celebrate those beings who, who do participate in them yeah. because they're certainly free to. And at mm -hmm. some point, every experience will lead us back at some point. Everything's contributive. Remember, yes, just everything's working together for good. Everything. And yes. I can't make a distinction and say those things are not helpful yeah. because there are in those relationships, there is a power and an um, disempowered expression happening. Yes. And that is unfortunately powerfully creative yeah. to help those disempowered eventually realize, I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't want yeah. to be taken advantage of anymore. I don't want to be limited anymore. I don't want to give my power away. And of course, those on the powerful side will, will sometimes fight to keep that. Yeah. But deep within those beings is the guilt of limiting others and taking yeah. freedoms away from others. So I celebrate that those possibilities exist in existence and that the children of God are free to play with them. Mm -hmm. There aren't games that I choose to play, but yeah. they'll stop playing when they're ready. Yes, and and the 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 part of what you have said that is just so beautiful that that we have to remember, especially those of us who are moving from from between those awakenings from choosing what you're thinking to 
to accepting as as John Mark was saying to accepting and express what you're being is that many people are just now having an opportunity to see that they have two thought systems and those who are controlling don't realize nobody who realizes that they have two thought systems and they could choose love would be actively contributing to to fear that 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 realization of of those two ways of looking at things is what is arising for humanity as a whole because it's what we all have been given as as a as a gift we've been given that opportunity so i see everything that is happening out there all those things that she was talking about and she also included 5g as a a physical manifestation of what happens when i don't align with my truth but that that I used to choose those things, that I used to choose to be um, controlling and so ask my children. They would tell you that I was controlling, that I was, um, and if they would tell anybody that I was controlling, I would have been the first one to tell them, that's a conspiracy. Um, <laughs> so sex trafficking, did I participate in in um, indulging in, in sexual things that were, uh, you know, beyond maybe what would be normal. Yes, I participate in that. Corruption, I've been corrupt. Absolutely, I've lied to sure. my team. I've stolen, I've done that. 5G, what is 5G? You know, from what I'm understanding about 5G, is is this potent um, energy that blocks you from, from remembering the truth of who you are. Bullshit. Well, that's my ego. <laughs> yes. Nothing, 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 no thing can block any being from realizing who they are. Yes, unless we're playing the game of forgetting. That's and true. then And then, and to me, the 5G represents my allowing my ego to block my truth. So all of this for me is the same choice that I had to do in within me to mm -hmm. do it out there, is to recognize that I gotta forgive that insanity out there because I, it's how I found my peace, by forgiving the insanity in me. Um, you're welcome, Natalia. Um, you know, and it's just my perception. It's just his perception. You got to come to your own. That's you know, right. Everybody can only view. live from their own knowing about it. Um, Absolutely. I, I oftentimes, when we seek to change things out there, um, we 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 do what conflict wants. We go into conflict with something. Um, rather than the peace that can accept it as it is and offer an alternative. Yeah. You know, that's the role that he, he talks about the comforter in the Course yeah. in Miracles that knows the truth and knows the illusion and can bridge you between the two. Exactly. Um, so being the embodiment of that, that bridge who doesn't need to deny it or look away from it or avoid it, but also doesn't indulge it, yeah. but is present as an alternative. Yeah. Not, not as I have the new idea, but as I represent the connection that all beings have in calling forth their own inner truth, their own inner knowing. And to me, what is happening is a, a magnification of how we have given away our sovereignty. And here's the part that is so hard for people to understand. I know it was for me, but, but it's, it's, it's what changes everything is the recognition that we willingly participated in the giving up of our sovereignty for exactly what you said earlier, because we can, we, we, we can experience what it's like to get so dark and dense. You and, 
And in that freedom that God so loved the world that he gave us this playground and gave us the, the, the child, the son, the daughter to do whatever we wanted, all of us are accepted in, as, as the prodigal children. Nobody is going to be um, scolded for what we did. But if, if there is the punishment, and, and that's not the right word, is that we get to experience, you know, what, what we do unto others, we're doing it to ourselves. And that becomes a lesson. I God think that's grace. I wouldn't call that punishment at all. It, <laughs> that, yes, better word. Great. <laughs> that's how we Great. learn. Yes, that's how we learn. How would we not know not to put our hand on the stove, the hot stove, until we put our hand on the hot stove? And that is many, many times. Or we get it smacked so many times we're scared to death to try. <laughs> but, you know, not only do we have the choice as a soul to choose to forget and enter the earth, our sovereignty remains even while in the earth because we're then sovereign to choose to be a victim about everything. We're, cho we're, we're always sovereign. We don't actually set that down. We just use it for a different purpose. Yeah. So the sovereignty is never actually lost, even when we're giving it away. We're still sovereign in, in the act of giving exactly. it away. That's exactly. right. And we're sovereign in when we come to the choice and the choices to, to take that power back. Yeah. Um, so the sovereignty is never lost. Our capacity to choose and therefore create. I mean, it, it boils down to three very simple things for me. I exist. And that existence isn't as this body but I exist as consciousness. Yeah. I choose, I have free will and what I choose, I experience. Yeah. That's it. That That's the simplicity of existence for me. It, it, I would call that the father, son and Holy spirit. That That's it for me. That That's, <laughs> that's it. it. That's <laughs> it. Um, so we're always at choice and we're mm -hmm. always sovereign. Rarely do we understand the scope of that. Rarely do we understand the power that we are always wielding. And usually when we begin a journey, we're so frightened of the power because of how we have used it. Because yeah. the same power that we will bless with is the same power that we cursed with. Yeah. The same power that we experience freedom with is the same power we experience limitation with. Yeah. The, the and, same power we feared yeah. God is the same God, the same power with which we will be the loving expressions of God. And all of that comes from the place inside of us where we have made a decision about who we think we are. Mm. And, and that is our sovereignty. That, that is, we get to decide, am I the child of God that can bring love and be the light of the world if I so choose to, or am I the child of God that can pretend that I'm not a child of God and can pretend that I'm just a human here and can decide to forget what I am, but it all comes to the to the place where we make a decision to accept ourselves as God created us or to deny that. And in that denial of our sovereignty, we're still using our sovereignty to deny. And that is that's such why a there's no sin. That's why the, exactly how can we misuse free will? There's exactly. no sin. There's exactly. not. There's not. We can use it in ways that we say, wow, that that wasn't fun. Okay, great. Let's do it differently. But we, there's no sin. We can't misuse freedom. No, no, we can't. We can continually explore it. And I know many beings who've come into the earth and explored separation will not choose to experience it that way again. Um, but freedom cannot be misused. Yeah. And, and I celebrate all souls in their expression, no matter what they choose to express as. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because in, in my journey, I have come, there's a lot of things I won't do again. 
I, I'm, I don't want to lie. I don't want to cheat. I don't want to judge. It just, you know, judgment happens. You know, this mind still, the judgment arises, but I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to claim it. Get in bed with it and have sex totally. with it. <laughs> get my 5G and zap it. Yeah. Um, let, let's do this because we're coming towards the, the top of the hour. I would love for you to share because of you're such a beautiful teacher to me. Um, share. In, in this time when people um, have so much fear because it's coming up to be seen, but they don't know that it, it is a gift. What words would you of wisdom would you share for how how can we best navigate this time and make the most use out of it for the for the purpose of bringing us to the recognition of our sovereignty? Um, I would use a simple analogy. <clears throat> that we're all being offered a new home in which to live. And if we were truly going to a new home, which is utterly beautiful, opulent, and it's, and it's free, it doesn't cost us anything, would we really take anything with us? Everything where we're going is freely given and abundantly provided. So it's an opportunity as these things come up to simply exercise a simple choice. Would I take this with me to my new home or would I let it go? Would I take this into my Christ of consciousness or would I leave it on the doorstep of how much fun I had while I was on earth? So we all have this opportunity. We're being shown what's within and we get a choice to keep it or to let it go. And it doesn't have to be painful and it certainly doesn't have to take a long time. You know, if you've got a, um, someone uh, that's been renting a room in your house and they're smelly and they never clean up and they're disrespectful and anything else. Once they're standing at the door ready to leave, how tough is it to open the door and say, I bless you on your journey. Thank you for the yeah. experience. See you later. Yeah. Um, so the, the thing is not to indulge the fear that comes up because of course that's the invitation. And if you, if you look on TV, the, the righteousness with which fear speaks yeah. and the righteousness with which it claims truth, it, it's easy to fall into that pattern and say, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. that's not the case. So I represent and am offering where we can go to, where we can now live, where we can now abide. And everyone gets to choose what do they bring with them. I love that. Um, and the way that you're describing that, um, what comes to mind is an all-inclusive 10-star resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fabulous. fabulous. So, uh, John Mark, let, let's share with people how they can connect with you because you, you do share truth. You do have so much uh, that people can find. I, I wrote your website. Is it onewhowakes.org? That's my website. The best way to connect with me is in the sovereignty of their own spirit. Yeah. <laughs> because we're, we're one there. And just as the voice of the comforter is there, so am I. That's yeah. the best way, the funnest way to create, to join. Uh, but if that's not something someone's open to, then um, our website is onewhowakes.org. Uh, you can connect with us there. There's a contact button if you're interested in getting, getting in touch with us. Um, if not, you don't need me. You don't need any teacher. You need nothing outside of you because all I'm going to do is hold a mirror up and keep asking you to look back within yourself and empowering you to choose. 
and celebrating your journey. I, that's all I can do, but that I have great joy in doing. And you do it so beautifully. And because this is also going to be a podcast and you won't be able to read what it, what it says, one who wakes, I'm going to spell it out for anybody who um, may want to be clear. One, O-N-E, who, W-H-O, wakes, W-A-K-E-S dot org. And uh, of course, if you're on Facebook, you can become friends with John Mark right through here. Send him a, a friend request. And to those of us who joined us today, Natalia, thank you. She says she loves us both beautiful beings. Well, we love you too, beautiful being. Yes, um, thank you for your journey. That mirror, yes, you know, seeing us, what you, what is in you, John Mark. Thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. It's just, uh, it's just a delight being in the presence of a being who, who has accepted the truth of your sovereignty. Thank you. Well, I love and celebrate you. It's just as joyful for me to be present with you, and I celebrate all those who hear our voices through this, and invite them to come play with us. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll just remind you guys that next week on Monday the 13th, I'm going to have a friend, Julie Connor. And that is a mom who has uh, navigated the journey of, of having a son with addictions and finding um, the truth of who she is, her connection with Source through navigating that journey with her son. And of course, I had a son, Spencer, have a son. And when he went through his drug adventure, it was one of the most powerful teaching times of my life. I had to surrender so to- So nice of your, your kids to support your awakening in that way. Wow, <laughs> so kind. I know, he came, he played the perfect role for me. So yes, Melanie, I'm so glad that this was a joy for you to listen to. So again, thank you so much. Those of you who listened and shared your love and those who listen later on, and especially to you, no, I don't wanna make you special. Um, thank yeah, you. I, I'm not, but we can You're celebrate well, ourselves and that would yes, be fun yes. to do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, my holy brother. This has been a delight. Yeah. Peace, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.